0: Me, mama, cellulite, bump it. How's my cellulite, honey?
1: Not as good? good as my
0: bump it. <laughs> so today, hi guys, hey guys, this is Rock Me, Mama. Welcome back. I'm Macy, and I'm Amy. Um We were just in the bathroom trying to get ready because, you know, mom life, and both of us look <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Both of us look interesting tonight. Let me is tell you. Is it Halloween already? Yeah, oh exactly. Oh my God. Oh my God. My kid is obsessed with Halloween right now. Really? She, yeah. She makes me put on Halloween stuff every day and I'm like living for it because Halloween is my favorite holiday. I love scary movies. I love everything about Halloween and she does too. And I'm like, oh, this little sick psycho queen.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. I, it it's it totally tracks.
0: I know. I'm very excited. I'm actually, honestly, you guys totally fucking over summer and want it to end. Desperately, I am ready for fall. I'm ready for, I, I know that I'm going to be mad when it's winter, but honestly, I'm just ready to wear more clothing and not be hot and not have bugs. Mm. Once the bugs die, I'm happy. Yeah, We have cicadas in the backyard. Oh my God. We've been finding cicada dead carcasses. There was a cicada this big in our That's how big driveway. they are. It was Pharaoh was touching it, and I was like, "No, ew!" Mm-hmm. He goes, "Mommy, ew, ew!" And I'm like, Mm-mm. "Don't fucking touch it!" Yeah, no, no, no. Nick no, found no. a live one and had to squash it, and Pharaoh and witnessed it. She goes, "Daddy killed it." I'm like, <laughs> "I know, <laughs> she did." That's what we do with bugs—we kill them. <laughs> we don't treasure all life. We don't respect all life. We kill bugs. Yeah, we don't. We—that's how we are in this. No, family. cicadas, especially, dude. Ew! It gives Fuck me the these bugs. Honestly, like the like I never wanted to live in the South. It's very weird for me to live in the south just in so many different ways but one of the things that you don't realize until you move to the south is the bugs the bugs they're really bad they're really just like a prevalent part of our lives Mm -hmm. and they're not in new york and la it's not something you like there's cockroaches in new york and there's rats and stuff but like There's not bugs in the air biting you all the time. Yeah, There's not, I mean, and in LA, like you don't, you just don't worry about it. You don't have to like douse yourself in bug spray when you leave the house. And it's just like such a prevalent part of our lives that I feel like anyone that's listening that's in the South can relate. But if you're not, it's just, it's not part of your everyday, like what you think about. Like when my kid leaves the house, I fucking douse her in like natural bug spray. Yeah.
1: Anyway. I'm used, I mean, I'm so used to it. You are from the South. I also never want summer to end.
0: Why it's awful? It's not it. even pleasant. Every day, like the, the it's a hundred it. degrees. Can't you tell with her bump? It <laughs> she looks like she likes the summer. <laughs> She's got bring that off, bump. It bring on She's the heat, baby. Girl. Yeah, um, redneck woman. Okay, so today's episode, we were going to do it like a just a just touch like base with you guys, yeah. an update on how we're doing,
1: like a little check in,
0: yeah, if you will. Um, we're not thriving. <laughs> we're not doing well. <laughs>
1: I texted Amy. We're not thriving. Friday. (laughs) I was in the middle of working out, and I texted Amy, and I said, I just called a therapist to to book an appointment. And she goes, I'm so proud of you. I did too. (laughs) We're both like, good for you. Dude, It's
0: moms need to go to therapy.
1: Okay. To be fair, I think everybody should see a therapist. Yeah. Like, if you have a heart, you should see a therapist. Yeah. But moms especially... Just like pelvic floor physical therapy should be a mandatory protocol postpartum. I really think therapy should be too. Yeah. Because none
0: of us are okay. None of us are okay. No, no. Like in general, moms are just unhinged.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think we like No, I have a theory. Like,
0: you know how like all older women, like all of our mothers are just like. Crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you, mom. But like all of our mothers. Yeah. And like everyone's mother everyone's. is kind of just like a little unhinged. Yeah. And by a little, I mean they're Un- fucking unhinged. nuts. Yeah. Um, now that I'm a mom, I get it. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, something snaps and you never come back. And Unless like maybe You do the work. Cause cause, like, maybe, but maybe gener- origin. I don't, I have, I swear to God, name me one mother. That you know that is not fucking unhinged with the wheels falling off the thing, Spencer? oh, that is true. Spencer's no, no, always- no, I'm talking about an older mother. I'm not talking about a mom our age. I'm saying once you've been a mom for a long, long time, okay, that's true. Spencer, All right,
1: Spencer your day's coming. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> No, but every mom is crazy. They're all wonderful, but they're like a little crazy. Yeah. And so, and now I know being a mom, I know why, because it pushes you to the limit. It's like when, it's like that show snapped when women, women just drive their car over their husband because they're like, you pushed me one time too far and now I'm going to fucking kill you. That's
1: like that like TikTok what happened that you sent us yesterday too.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll post with, that to the story. Oh yeah. So with it makes the, sense, with but, the wife that's on her period and she's yeah. like, stop. No, but like, Kids and just having kids and just the whole experience—it pushes you to break
1: it your breaking you point. To break, yeah, and
0: almost every day you reach your breaking point. <clears throat> yeah, at some point. Yeah. And so I think after a while it just like it cracks, it breaks you, and then you're just like you're broken forever. Yeah. yeah you. <laughs> I think so, so too. <laughs> so I just.
1: I. We're going to therapy. Yeah, I'm really excited. It like hit me. This postpartum has just so absolutely rocked me. I mean, postpartum is never easy, but this one has been, like, catastrophic. Yeah. Um, And I Mm think, like, I'm such a performer that I don't know anything other than giving my 100% at all times. And that's not physically possible when I have a business that I run myself to take care of, a house that I try to keep crystal clear a husband, and then two kids. Yeah. And I just, like, I'm, like, so worn thin that I, like. You're just doing, it's too much. It's so, 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 so too much. it's too much. It's so much. And I think for the first time, ironically enough, I told Chase this today, um, I think for the first time, that I can remember in my life, I don't feel like I have a grasp on, like, my mental strength—I don't know if "strength" is the right word to use—but I've always been a very mentally strong person. I was—I've been an athlete my whole life. Yeah, so I, like I've, that's always been a great. You mean
0: like mood stabilization and control of your moods? Like, are you up and not down even throughout so the much day?
1: Moods, but more so emotions. I think. Yeah. Like there are times where, like yesterday, even I was just like sad. And there was no reason for it. Yeah. I was just sad all day. Yeah. And I think when you like catch yourself feeling that and nothing happened, I mean, granted, I say nothing happened lightly A lot happened. because like, yeah. you know, situational sadness. But. Right. But that it's, it's weird to be like, I'm, I just like, I don't feel content right now. Yeah. And I have literally the best life in the entire world. Yeah. And so like that. I'm just having more of that. Yeah, but you're—it's
0: all relative, and so yeah. it's like you're entitled to not yeah. be happy. But and I like even if you have a great life, like right. for, uh, like on the books, you're entitled to right. not be happy.
1: But like saying that out loud, I'm like, okay, like I'm recognizing it. Yeah. So like that's good, and like I talked to Chase about it. Um, But I I sent you this last week too, uh, and I also sent it to Chase. I there's a. Instagram she also has a wonderful podcast she just changed her name so I can't remember what it's called um happy as a mother used to be her old podcast and Instagram name she's great um she's a therapist she posted symptoms of postpartum anxiety and I literally have every single one yeah and I know like this is an Instagram post like whatever but granted she is a therapist yeah um but I sent that to you and I was like yeah. I have all of these. Yeah, like, do I do I have this? Like, I'm yeah. I'm not self diagnosing based off of an Instagram post. Don't hear me saying that.
0: But I think post postpart- I think people think of postpartum depression and they think the woman that drives off the cliff with her children. Yeah, and that's yes, that's an extreme case. Yeah, but I think many of us struggle with postpartum forms of postpartum depression yeah. or anxiety or uh, OCD. Yeah. Um, and it's real. It's very real. Yeah. You don't have to be, you don't have to murder your children mm-hmm. to suffer from postpartum depression. I mean, it's, it you doesn't have, to have, to have children be, to suffer. It from doesn't it. have to be that extreme. Right. But, you know, you probably do. You probably are so, suffering from some circumstantial yeah. postpartum depression due to, oh, you're overwhelmed. Yeah, There's no, it's like. I I recently went to the doctor to tweak my medication because I'm, I'm medicated and I suffer from depression and and anxiety. And I was feeling very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I told you guys, and I was like, I'm not doing well. And I would never show that to you. You say you would never guess, Mm -hmm. but I was really not doing well. And it's been a while and Nick sees it and Farah sees it and nobody else does. But I was really sad and like really depressed and like, leaving my house and driving to parking lots to cry in the middle of the night, which is something I do when I'm really not doing well. Mm -hmm. And she tweaked my meds. I'm starting to feel a lot better actually. But she said, and I explained to her kind of a little bit more about my history and I love my doc. This is my general practitioner. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love her. Um, and I was like, you know, I was diagnosed bipolar really young and blah, blah, blah. I was like, but I've never felt bipolar. I felt like I have depression. Yeah. And But I feel like I've had circumstantial situational
1: yeah. depression.
0: And I explained to her a little bit about, about my history and what's going on now. And she's like, you have so much going on. Mm-hmm. And all the times that you've had these like episodes where you feel really, really bad, you've had so much going on. Yeah. She's like, you're not just sad for no reason. Yeah. And yeah, I was, I did have a baseline of anxiety, even as a child, you know, I had some anxiety, but she was like, people diagnosed, people back in the day used to diagnose bipolar so flippantly. Yeah. She's like, I don't feel that you're bipolar. She's like, I feel like you have situational, oh, okay. circumstantial depression. I feel yeah. like you really are, you need some help Yeah, and you need some medication and you need some therapy. She's like, but I don't think you're like off the rails or yeah. manic. Yeah. And it was just nice to hear after all these years to hear somebody be like, you don't, you're not crazy. Right. You have a lot going on. We've been trying to get pregnant. The first... Few years of our of of having Pharaoh were terrible. My husband's father, my father in law got sick and died. By the time she was five months old, we were traveling back and forth to see him mm-hmm. and to see his family. My husband got attacked by a fucking dog in front of my face and I had to protect my child. Pharaoh mm-hmm. was in the hospital three different times. Yeah. One time that she could have died. I had a traumatic c-section. You know, like Lots I have a lot going on. We've been trying to get pregnant for a year unsuccessfully. Yeah. I'm not in that fucked up label deal with universal that's getting fixed, but like I have had a lot going on. yeah. And so it was nice to like, and my friend Claire does this too. She's like, you are not nuts. Yeah. And I think all mothers kind of feel like, Oh, well now you're a mom. Well, because society tells you like, you're a woman, so you're unhinged. Yeah. Your emotions are wild, mm-hmm. or she's overreacting, or she's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how women always are portrayed if they're not totally together. And so I think the first thing that we do to ourselves is we like kind of put ourselves down if we're not doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not good to... It's not okay to feel this way. Yeah. When fucking right, if any of our husbands or any man I know went through any of the shit that we went through physically and emotionally with having a kid oh, or, yeah. or raising that kid as the as the primary yeah. person, like, they would fucking lose their minds. Yeah. Society would not exist if men had kids. We would cease to exist mm-hmm. as a human species. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when people call women crazy... We have so many reasons to be crazy. Yeah. And th- and we're not crazy. We just have so many reasons that we need help. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean even the most stable, I like I have my whole life been very emotionally mentally stable. Like I've never Yeah. I've never struggled with depression. I've never struggled with anxiety. I've never struggled with OCD. I would say I am a perfectionist, but yeah. which I guess maybe that is arguably like a form of OCD I don't know um, maybe but I I've never had anything like that and so like leave it to motherhood yeah to make that happen and so I do I think that like but there's nothing harder than having a kid no there's nothing harder um nothing but this postpartum has been enough like it's been enough for me to be like
0: you're I need not help. Like, this isn't where yeah, you're usually I need it's help. like
1: this isn't yeah. this isn't where you usually are and i just need to go i just need to talk to somebody i need like i my whole day as every mom is dedicated to not myself mm-hmm. and i'm really bad like chase today when we were talking about this he was like you don't like do anything for yourself he was like you work out but like that's also your career yeah he was like what do you do that's for you he was like you don't go get your nails done. You don't get your hair done. Yeah. He was like you don't But a lot like- of
0: like why? like it's not necessarily what you want to do. Sometimes it's I think like what's really hard is getting time and being like I don't even know what to do with my fucking time.
1: Well, he asked me that. He said I saying, think a lot of women you, feel that way. Yeah. He goes, "What what would you do? Like if you if I were to start giving you an afternoon a week, which we talked about doing. He was like, "What would you go do?" And I was like,
0: I don't know. Call Amy and Morgan and drink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I well, I did
1: I said I was like, I would I would call the girls. Talk, yeah, like yeah. I would talk to them, but like I don't know. Yeah. And I don't feel like lame for saying that. Like you do so much. F- you don't have fortunate to do 200 that I, hobbies. Like, love my career. Yeah. I love my career. And so like when I have free time, I'm not reading. I'm not watching TV. Yeah. I'm working. Yeah. Because I genuinely I'm so yeah. passionate about what I do. Yeah. But I also, there aren't days where I'm like, I'm going to go and frolic. Like, I just, yeah. I don't,
0: I don't do things. So, I mean,
1: who frolics? I mean, nobody. But I think I'm, I frolicked
0: when I was like single and I think I frolicked around. I don't know if I frolicked. I'll, being on the water
1: <laughs> is my happy place. Yeah. So I told Chase like prioritizing being able to do that. But I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's hard. So help. much
0: of your identity gets wrapped up in taking care of this little person or these yeah. little people. And then doing, fulfilling all the things that you were fulfilling as mm-hmm. well while doing the hardest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I just think like moms need help. I mean, I know so many moms now and all of them are struggling. Yeah, And it doesn't matter how old your kid is every or kids. Everybody is struggling and like. I think that's why with like the the fertility stuff, like us still not getting pregnant and it's been like an entire year of trying and we've tried like all the fertility like um, lubes and we've tried, we were tracking it with the Mira app, which is like a really expensive mm-hmm. app um, and that comes with like a little device that you Get to see all your levels and we've been doing I'm on all the supplements. I am taking all these different like supplements that are supposed even the beef liver Mm or whatever the fuck you told me about. I'm taking that too. By the way, I I literally gag on it every morning. I'm like, (laughs) it's so gross. (laughs) It is gross. Um I'm doing everything and we got tested and that you know, the doctor said that I'm a really good candidate for IVF. (sighs) and I just never ever imagined that I would do IVF yeah it's not something I ever wanted to do it's not something I ever even wanted to be an option and I think like the naive part of me even though I'm 40 like everybody else you just think like it's gonna happen for me I'm gonna I'm not gonna have to need that and then like you do and then all of a sudden you're like it's not happening for me yeah and we're gonna still try for the next couple of months, but like I talked to my doctor, and she was like, "Hey, like you're not feeling well, mm-hmm. and you need to get well before you make a decision yeah. about something like that because it's a very intense thing." And she's like, mm, you won't regret it if you do IVF and you get the child. That you, yeah. You'll, you, of course, you won't regret it. Yeah. And I know I won't. And I know I'm tough enough. And I know no matter how bad it is or how hard it is, I'll get through it." Mm-hmm. I'm just like not I'm dreading it Yeah Like I Listened to that podcast The Retrievals Have you guys Mm-mm. I've heard of it I haven't listened Oh Morg You gotta You wouldn't like it I don't think But you would Wait why would I not like it Because it's like really dark Oh And you like nice light things Yeah That are happy Yeah And I like dark things to wallow And so does Morg Yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like to like sit and marinate in my fucking depression and sad and and darkness. Um, That's how I like to be. But it's it's just it's basically about Yale and they were giving fertility treatments and they were doing egg retrievals for women and doing IVF. And uh, a woman was. A drug addict. So she was stealing all the fentanyl
1: oh my God. and replacing
0: it with saline solution. And so she was giving these women saline and they were retrieving the eggs with these women sober. And so the women could feel everything. And they were crying and and in writhing in pain. And afterwards, oh. yeah. So afterwards, and this is hundreds of women that are, you're in the most vulnerable place of your life. You're trying to fucking conceive. And oh you've obviously, God. this is your last step. Yeah. And the doctors were dismissing them. And the doctors were like, basically like how people treat women, like just dismissing us. And and the nurse ended up getting caught a long time later. And these women have been traumatized by the, the event. I mean, Ew. imagine having, they stick like a huge, yeah. long thing up inside of you to retrieve your eggs. Yeah. It's basically like being stabbed in your uterus through your vagina right? with no numbing, right. no medication. And they were saying, I can feel everything. I can feel everything. And Ugh. the doctor was like, just stay. And they said that they were dismissed over and over. And because like you want it so bad, mm-hmm. you know, these women mm-hmm. wanted it so bad that they went through the pain, some of them multiple times, multiple retrievals. Yeah. And that's the thing with IVF is if you're at my age, like it could take a few cycles for yeah. them to get the amount of eggs that they need. So it's like I'd have to go in th- two or three times to get a retrieval. It's a major thing. Yeah, They numb you or they put you out or they give you whatever and they go in and retrieve eggs and then they have to test them and get Nick sperm, fertilize them and test the embryos and they make sure that they're genetically... Sound because mm-hmm. at my, at, I keep saying my age at forty, advanced maternal age. Um, you, most sixty percent of my eggs, I guess, will be unhealthy. Yeah, God, um, which is not great. Mm-hmm. And so then they do that, and sometimes every they die, and then you get nothing. Yeah, and you pay all this money, and you do all this hormone therapy that takes weeks of shots and tests. And all the paperwork that I've even already had to fill out and just all of the questions. And it's just, it's so much. Yeah, it's a lot. And like, I do want another child. I really do. I want one for her. I want one for Nick. And I want one for me. And like, maybe we'll end up adopting, but I really want to keep trying. But like, I am fucking tired of this bullshit. I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of tracking. I'm tired of being depressed when um, my pregnancy test says no, Mm. when I know it's going to because I don't feel pregnant. Yeah. I haven't once felt pregnant. Yeah. I had a moment a couple months ago that I didn't tell you guys about because I didn't want to get excited, but I had a moment of feeling pregnant and I just didn't say anything. And then I wasn't. Yeah. But it's like I just feel defeated. And then at the same time, I feel relieved because I can like live my life and continue to not feel pregnant, which is the I hate being pregnant. Yeah. So then I feel guilty that I'm relieved. And it's just like this whole fucking shit show. And I think that's part of the reason that I was really like deeply falling into depression Mm -hmm. because I felt so much pressure to do this. Yeah. And to like make a decision on the IVF stuff because Nick's company will cover most of it. Yeah. We would never be able to afford it if if he didn't. So knowing that it's mostly covered is like so amazing and beautiful, but it's also so much more pressure on me because then I have to make a decision. Yeah. And I know Nick wants it. Well, and you care what, what the people that you care about
1: think. Yeah, I do. I know that others opinions have. I do care. A
0: factor too. Yeah. I mean, I talked to my mom and my dad, like separately, obviously they hate each other, but like, I knew that was coming. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, but my dad was like genuinely worried for my yeah. mental health. Yeah. He was like, and he was also like my chronic pain. He's like, you've, do you want to carry another baby? Like you're, you've been in debilitating chronic pain yeah. off and on throughout your life. Like, why would you do this to yourself again? I'm like, he gets it. He had four kids, but you know, he's just like, think about this. Mm-hmm. And then my mom is just really supportive, but she was like, you need to take time right now. She's like, now is not the time. Yeah. She's like, if you wait a few months, it is not going to be the end of the world. Yeah, I agree with her. She's like, you need to give yourself a beat. Farrah just went to school. Mm -hmm. You're just starting to feel human. Yeah. Like, you have to give yourself a beat. And so I'm taking that advice. I think that's good advice. But it's like... You know that it's there. You know that it's an option. And it's an option that's like you. It's not even like promised. It's just like, know. you know. Also, like, what if I had twins? Fuck me. That's also part of it.
1: I hope you. Do. You could have twins.
0: Yeah. IVF. A lot of times, like, I don't know what the statistics are, what? but like, we
1: look up the people
0: fucking have twins with IVF, and good lord. Oh, I hope you don't have twins. What? The hell! Like I don't have twins in my family. I I don't think it, there's any family history of twins. What is this? What is it? The chances of having twins in IVF are thirty to thirty-five percent. Oh my
1: god! And prob- and twins for uh, older women are are you're already like fifty percent more
0: likely. <gasps> for shame! I mean, I swear to gosh, like I would. I would cry for two weeks if I had twins. In the beginning, I'd get over it, but you I would, would cry for two it. weeks.
1: And you have a village; there would be help.
0: My I'm condolences, condolences, sweetie. <laughs> I'm not. A tw- I'm not a twin mom, though. I really don't feel that. Cut two. Cut two. A year from now, know, yeah, maybe me birthing twins. That. No, but like, I'm not. I mean, I've already had the C-section. It's like fuck it. Amy, you can do anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would be so. You fine. can do anything. You'd be a great twin mom. Do we just, all really believe that? I do. Yeah,
0: you're a fantastic mom. I I do think I'm a good mom. I try really hard to be a good mom. I'm a, absolutely obsessed with with my child. Like she is my everything. I want desperately to give her. She. I know that only children are fine. My nephew's an only child. He's fucking amazing. I have friends that are only children. I just don't see my kid as an only child. I don't see her. Yeah. I don't don't see her without, to be honest. I don't see her without someone. Yeah. And like it, it, it's just, it's someone that you, that sees your life through your lens, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That, That experiences your family. Like, what would I do if I couldn't talk shit about my family with my family? I know. Like, well, that's what you do with your siblings. It you talk shit about your, your parents and you're like, oh my God, like, yeah. <laughs> how crazy was this? Or whatever. Oh, that's not what we say. But yeah. Yeah. They, that's
1: that's what most of the conversations are about.
0: Everybody, your sibling is the only person that's like looked through that same exact lens with you. Mm-hmm. No best friend, nobody, no cousin, nobody can do that with you. Yeah. And so it's something, it's like such a gift that you give them. And, of course, you don't have to fucking give them, and it's if you don't want to, don't do it, ladies. But like, I want to do it. My brothers are my best friends. they're my best friends, you yeah, know, my brother's my best friend too, and like there have been so many situations in my life that if I didn't have them i n- I don't know what I would have done mm-hmm. And so it's like I want that for her so badly, and it feels so it feels so helpless that I normally know how to get things that I want by working really hard, yeah. And in this situation, yeah,
1: that's a really good I, way to put it. I
0: cannot get what I want by working very hard. Yeah, I cannot get what I want by doing all the right things. Yeah, I just can't. It's just one of those things. It's it's science, mm-hmm. you know. And like, will my husband be able to love a child that's adopted? I don't know. He will. Like, how do you? I mean, how I do you make the fear, promise to yourself that you're? Able and have the capacity to love something that's not yours. I know like that I could. I know it wouldn't be easy. Mm-hmm. A child that's not yours, colicky. What if something happens? What if something's up? I mean, these are the things that you think about. Yeah. When you have a child that's yours, it's your blood. And so you it's you're like, well, fuck, I'm fucked. This is mine. Yeah. But a child that isn't yours, you have to really like train, you must. I don't I don't know, but you have to train your brain. Or maybe you just fall in love with them. I think you've I mean, I can't speak
1: on that, obviously. Yeah. But
0: I mean, I love fall. your children. If if either yeah. one of you died, I would take your children in and I would love them like yeah. they were my own. You would it would but happen like, with an adopted kid. And, and it I would know, happen for Nick. And too. I know it would with me. And I'm I know Nick is like has the biggest heart, but I just know that he's not he's not crazy about the idea. Yeah. I personally think that
1: also Nick could do anything. My child's bathtub uh, dinosaurs are all named Nick. <laughs> so I think that <laughs> speaks volumes. <laughs> Wait, that's so True. cute. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Nick is so close with Hart. Yeah, so I think it would be fine.
0: Wait, that's so cute. I did not no, know the that. No, Hart is obsessed with Nick. No, Nick does have a thing where like kids love him.
1: Yeah, well,
0: um, he's still working on Eli. He's working on Eli, but I Eli loves what. me. Eli does love you. But Eli does not love Nick. <laughs> he doesn't hate him. No, but he just looks at him like, who are you? And, and Nick's like, I've known you so- <laughs> my of your whole life. Nick tries so hard. He's like, how you doing? E? And he's like, how you like- doing buddy? Yeah. He's like, I'm not into you. Um, no, he just, he has eyes for Annie. I mean, that's about it. Yeah. I think he just like, is like, that's the guy c- between me and my wife. <laughs> yeah, he, he <laughs> my, has old, my old, my yeah. old decrepit he wife has
1: eyes for you. And that's it.
0: Um, well, but, yeah, so that's my thing. I'm just- still fucking not pregnant. I'm tweaked my meds. I'm like on a, d- a couple different things that, you know, it sounds intense, but it really is like what needs to happen for me. Well, I was and she really made it sound sad. Like it's temporary. And she said, you just need to get out of this hole. Yeah. And, and like, you will. and it's helping, you know, like I'm someone that like does mostly need to be on medication. Like when I'm not, I really do have a problem with mood stabilization, I really do. Yeah. So, and I'm not, like, embarrassed about that. I just sometimes feel like, fuck, I wish I could just do it on my own.
1: Yeah. Well, I I think it's fair to say, though, that some people's, I don't want to say upbringing, but, like, circumstances have been harder than others, and you've had some really— hard circumstances yeah in your life
0: I've had some stuff happen I mean I think I've had a, a mostly good life but I have had a lot of like shit just like most people but I I think um yeah I just get really overwhelmed and motherhood has been like such a beautiful thing for me but it has also really thrown me yeah You know, like we all talk about it all the time. It's like, it's very hard for me to play all day Mm -hmm. and not feel like I'm losing my fucking mind. Yeah. Thank God she's in school a couple days now and I'm back in the studio and I'm working on a lot of stuff, daytime. But like, and we talk about this, like stay-at-home moms and working moms and working moms that stay home, it's all a thing and it's all so hard and mm-hmm. i do feel like there's a lot of competition and there's like a lot of judgment yeah from mom to mom i wish it, i wish it it's wasn't like up, that it's
1: one upping it's always it's like, like who one has it the hardest or like who yeah works the hardest you
0: say like oh this happened and they're like well try having two kids yeah and you say like oh well i went through this and they're like well you don't know what it's like to have a teenager yeah. and then you're like Honestly, I don't need this from you. Yeah, it's and, there's so much of that. And it's like, all of it is hard. Why can't we just like say that? Like, yeah. it's fucking hard. And all of it's, it's hard. not harder for anyone else. Well, maybe it is. Some people have it harder. But for the most part, like the last but thing you want.
1: But is, is hard. different. Like, that's like, I think that's what I always try to remember is like, yes, there are people that have it so much harder. There's a girl that I went to middle school and high school with, Uh, she was actually my wedding photographer and her, she and her husband, they have, Oh, how old is Wade? Um, I think 18 months. He just had, he has, I can't remember what it's called, but basically his, he was born with his bladder too big. Um, and I think it's fairly rare. Like, I mean, it's obviously rare enough that like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, and so procedure started with them when he was, I think that started their 20 week anatomy scan and Aaron, his mom, the girl that I know was put under several times and it was just a prayer to even keep him in until I think 36 weeks. Um, Gestation. Is that the right word? Um, and they just, this last week he had a kidney transplant and it was from Aaron, his mom. And so Phil, their dad, had to just, he's been at the hospital with his only son and his wife. Yeah. Go, I mean, and so, anyways. Yeah, and see, like, stories like that make uh, me feel like, like what the right. fuck am I complaining about? And so there's about? things like that, like, do people always have it harder than me? Yes. 100%. Because yeah. there are stories like that. And I think about that the McCalls are there, like like, the, I need to share. Yeah, I this can't even imagine. There's a fundraiser for all of them and everything, but. I think about them and I'm like, okay, if I were in their shoes, and I probably would be like, yeah, yeah, no, we've got it the hardest. So that's a different situation. Or, or, but like, yeah,
0: I mean, I know kids. Like, I know a woman too who has a kid with epilepsy. Yeah, and it's like w- epilepsy where she has seizures constantly Ugh. that leave her debilitated and unable to to do anything. And they're yeah. in the hospital literally every other week. Ugh, and God. I see she posts about it, and and I am just like, I can't believe that you're putting one foot in front of the other every yeah. day. You know, and that's when like things that happen to your child or in your family or with your friends like life or death things, that really does put things into perspective. Oh, you don't yeah. have time to care about your mental health. Right. When you're dealing with life or death. Right. But in general, you know, mental health is a thing Mm -hmm. with moms, regardless of what the situation is. And like, we just have to fucking support each other. Yeah. Yeah. We really do. We just have to be there for each other and stop one upping and stop comparing. Oh, you're, this was more awful for me. And I work harder than you and you're just a stay at home mom. And Oh, you're just a working mom. So you don't see your kid. Mm -hmm. And why have a kid if you're going to let someone else raise it? And why, you know, and it's like, Oh, you don't know what hard is because and 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 everybody just needs to be like both fucking are really hard and both are Being really beautiful is hard, and everything is really hard. And let's just yeah. like be there for each other.
1: And like everybody's hard is different. And yeah. what's hard for me, I even think about like what was hard for me as a mom of one. Yeah. Like I look back at that and I'm like, that wasn't hard. Yeah. Like compared to what I have now. Yeah. But like. Mom of one, Macy thought that it was the hardest thing she'd ever yeah. been through. Yeah, and like when you think of it that way, like I would never look back at myself and be like, "Just wait until you have Wyatt." You don't even know because, yeah. like at the time, that was really hard. Yeah. So like you, it's circumstantial for everybody, yeah. and everybody's heart is different, and every mom is just literally living on a prayer and yeah, dude, trying to make it until like that time. Yeah, and then a lot of times, and then you're laying in bed and you miss your kid,
0: uh, or and I mean, watching I, videos of your fucking kid—it's a mindfuck. Being a so mother true. is a beautiful fucking mindfuck, mm-hmm. constant. Yeah, constant. Yeah, it's conflicting feelings all the time. It's guilt. It's so much your guilt. Your heart is so big and heavy, and like you're so overwhelmed with love, and you're so overwhelmed with being overwhelmed. Yeah, and it's just non-stop and yeah. that is why my theory is true that women snap and then they become fucking crazy
1: it makes sense well yeah. nobody really takes the time to do anything for themselves no i mean no moms that i know really do yeah we, we just we don't prioritize ourselves
0: and what is self-care like? Get, getting my nails done to me is not self-care. It's Ugh, like, so same. I don't, yeah. I, I hate it. I hate it too. I just bite them if I don't get them done.
1: Yeah, I don't hate not I never get my
0: hair done. Like I work out for myself. I listen, I read crime novels, but yeah. yeah, but anyway.
1: It's all hard. It's all fucking hard. We have to support each other.
0: We have to support each other and we have to stop trying to one up each other. That's the, that's the moral it's like if your mom friend is coming to you at a vent or talk about something, just
1: let pull, her vent, Just let her, let her validate vent. her
0: and don't rebuttal her with, yeah. oh, but you don't even know anything to have yeah. three kids. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, because it, it doesn't matter. Just listen to her.
1: She's having a hard time. And when and you're having a hard
0: time because you're a mom and things are hard, she'll listen to you mm-hmm. and she'll appreciate it. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, what are you drinking really quick?
1: Um, this is the Cabernet Pfeffer. That is actually, I think that's how you say it. I think so. I don't German know. It's German for pepper. Isn't that what we it's looked It's good up? though. This one's from, this is a Nicole Walsh one too. Yeah. Um, she's also a mom. This one is, I think a good summer red.
0: Yeah. And summer red to drink chilled.
1: It's good stuff.
0: All right, guys. We love you and we'll see you next week. Cheers to. Oh. We forgot
1: that last time. That's fine.
0: Cheers to. Supporting. Surviving. Children. Mom support. Hashtag mom support. Mom moms. supporting moms. Women supporting women. Rock, rock, rock me, mama.